0: So, you are a tidy transmitter this time, huh?
1: What the fuck? (laughs) I swear to God, (laughs) I didn't didn't type in in a new name. I didn't type in this name. (laughs) How in the fuck am I a tidy transmitter? Uh, How does it know? know.
0: At least it's two real words, unlike last time where it wasn't. Oh, my God. That was not a real word.
1: Oh, man. (laughs) Well, at least it calls me tidy instead of shithead transmitter, you know? Uh, Yeah welcome back to the watch list with patty and bill you can check out all of our back episodes of the watch list with patty and bill by logging on to the watchlistpod.com you can also engage with us on your social media at symbol the watchlist pod and please with sugar on top pretty please subscribe to us wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts so, how was your Christmas? It was okay, yeah, yeah that's good. We actually we had fun, yeah, we, we had we had fun, a very necessary small family gathering okay and and it was very cool. And then we had two people over to actually watch one of the things that we're going to be talking about today, okay, but, I do have to start the show kind of like I always do these days with a shout out to Terry. Hey, Terry, what's up? And then a shout out to our friend, Rachel. So remember when we were talking about uh, Discovery Plus? Okay. And we were saying, you know, we're not paying for that shit. It's bullshit. We already have cable the whole bit. Uh Uh-huh. Well, Terry actually said something that was very viable. And she said, for those of us who have cut the cord, that's for us. And I guess I didn't take it through that lens of, okay, sure, we, you know, you and I and others who have cable don't necessarily need Discovery Plus, but if you're willing to spend the five bucks a month for their basic package, I don't know what you get with it, then at least that's offering some of the channels that other people who cut the cord would watch. So I thought that that was a fair assessment.
0: Sure. But I mean, after you look at all the different things, when you've cut the cord and you're adding $5 here, $5 there, are you really saving much money after you've cut your cord?
1: Hence the shout out to our friend, Rachel, who brought up that exact point. So I don't know. You and I talked about that. We've we've been talking about that. That's part of our normal discourse. But what
0: was that? Dwight's making noise. Why is Dwight making noise? Because he's a jerk. <laughs>
1: hey, <laughs> <why> I'm <laughs> I want, I want a podcast. Okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's uh, his, that's his podcast noise for the day.
1: I'm telling you, he's going to get like a gajillion podcast. followers just by doing a one minute. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, it was fine. Anywho, so uh, yeah,
0: I don't know. The cord and paying a lot.
1: You know what? Ultimately. We are going to we should probably do a show at some point about the different things to subscribe to and how much they cost and
0: And how much it's going to add up to.
1: Right. And then whether or not it's worth it to actually do that. That might be something we do in the new year as people look to their finances. That might be a pretty good show. Right. So anyway, some good discourse was had.
0: Uh-huh. So anyway,
1: so let's start off with the two things that you watched that I didn't, then we'll get to the three things that we both watched.
0: Sure. So Dwight had picked uh, Safety, which is on Disney Plus. It is the story of Ray Okay Ray McElrathby. He's a football player who battled a family adversity to join the Clemson Tigers. Okay. So his dad walked out on them. I don't know. And his mom uh, had some trouble with drugs. And his he's got a younger brother that he's was promised to watch over forever and ever and always be there for him. But, you know, he's got a scholarship for football to Clemson University. And he's got a <laughs> practice for football and do all of his college courses. So his You know, he keeps getting phone calls from his little brother, but he can't really answer them. And then he finds out that um, his brother's not home. Their mom has gone and got arrested. And he, you know, so he runs home and his his brother would be going into uh, foster care. And he doesn't want that because that way lies madness. And he needs to be there for his brother. So he brings his brother with him to school. Where he's not supposed to have anybody living in the room with him and his roommate. And he's not supposed to have his little brother living on campus. He could lose his football scholarship. And he's got the whole team hiding him. And in the end, well, this this guy is a real guy. And he uh, petitioned uh, the NCAA to make an exception for him to accept help. From his teammates, the community, at Clemson, and everybody in giving him rides and helping him feed his brother and dinner and watching his brother while he's at school and on the football team because all of that they could say is you know he's accepting things and you know that whole you right can't the NCAA
1: stuff. thing you can't take money
0: yeah, yeah. so he got an ex- he's the first possibly the only. Athlete to ever get that exception from the NCAA because he has custody of his little brother. And, you know, the whole community that it was just proving that uh, Clemson, both the football team and the whole school and the whole town that the school is in, they're a huge family and they take care of each other. Oh, It's a very heartwarming story. I didn't realize it was a true story until I looked it up halfway through the movie because this movie starts out and I'm thinking this is some teeny bopper, piece of crap, sportsy thing where they're going to break out into song any minute now. That's how it starts out feeling. It feels ridiculous and stupid and what the fuck is going on. But once you get past that point, then it starts to really become... The drama that it is and it's not quite so ridiculously stupid after a bit but they started out where it's like what the fuck are they doing what is this shit
1: but is it that way because it's disney and disney is always kind of light and
0: yes yes that is exactly what it is and i i didn't realize that until i started you know until part way through and then i started wondering is this a true thing because did somebody really do this and yeah sure enough
1: but Disney does that. Do you remember the movie, re- Remember the Titans?
0: Kind well, I, I, of. I, I know I saw it, but so the details are not there. But yes, I yeah. saw it.
1: Well, that, Miracle, and there have been a few more. So, you know, I can see where they would have to onboard somebody with maybe being a little bit light.
0: Yeah, yeah. And that's exactly. To get you to the yeah. meat. You mm-hmm. know. That's exactly how it opens, and I, I at first I was like, "Why are we watching this? Why is this on my TV?" And then, then it got better. Cool. So If you can get past that beginning, that seems like, "What the hell is this crap?" It it gets better, and it's actually a really good story.
1: Awesome, and that's on Disney Plus. That's a and Disney Plus called... movie, yes. It,
0: and what is it again? It's called Safety. It was released uh, December eleventh of this year officially. Day before my birthday on Disney Plus.
1: Okay, what was the next thing you watched? The
0: other thing I watched, and I'm—I was so entranced by this. I watched the entire thing, all of the episodes, all eight episodes in one sitting. Uh, this premiered on Christmas Day on Netflix. It's called Bridgerton. It is a period drama. Uh, uh, in the Regency London High Societies during the season when the debutantes are presented at court. Yes, this is a Shonda Rhimes produced Regency London High Society movie what? or series. So, with Shonda Rhimes comes the uh, diversity in the cast, which, uh, it was it, that was fine, except I'm just a little disappointed that the main family, the Bridgertons are all white, yeah, the main family's all white other people everywhere else are not, mm-hmm. but I just I think I might have liked it a little better if the main family was the diverse one or even if the family wasn't all white because mm-hmm. that you know they present the Bridgertons as. The most beautiful girls, the most handsome boys yes. in all of London society.
1: Of course they are. Yes.
0: And I'm like, yeah. what the hell? Why? Why they got to be white?
1: Uh, uh, where is this movie?
0: This is on Netflix and it's a series. It's an eight episode series that centers yeah. on these on two families, the Bridgertons mm-hmm. and the Featheringtons.
1: The Featheringtons of the Netflix the, Featheringtons. Yes,
0: the Featheringtons. <laughs> um, you got the Queen, who is uh, she's a black woman, and then you've got the Duke, who's a black guy, and his aunt, Lady Danbury. And
1: Danbury.
0: You know, you know, it's it is a typical Regency period London society th- story.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, it's it's, it's what year very, is this supposed to be? Um. Uh, yeah, they don't tell me, but this definitely feels like a gossip girl done okay. as London high society, Regency England,
1: but modern day.
0: No, no, no. This is all period. They're all wearing oh, the, right. the period high Regency era, London society. Debutton so would you reckon- stuff? Uh, it's Julie Andrews. Plays this character, Lady Whistledown, oh. who is the voiceover gossip girl kind of narrator. Ju- the, the Julie Andrews? The, That's kind of cool. Julie Andrews, yes.
1: So, would you recommend this eight episode?
0: Well, thing? I sat up all night and watched it. So,
1: how long yeah. is each episode?
0: Oh, they're like an hour ish ap- piece. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's eight hours that I stayed up and watched. Uh, this is based on a, a, a series of novels.
1: I like what you said that a lot of the characters are diverse because it's Shonda Rhimes and she is never going to not have a diverse cast exactly. in whatever she does. Right. Uh, but do you feel as though those other characters were marginalized? <laughs> no,
0: in I don't feel okay. that they were at all. I, I okay. feel that they had, you know, they were exactly who they were. And who they should have been. Just the only thing that kind of bothered me slightly, you know, since it's Shonda Rhimes and it is a diverse cast, is that, that main family, the the hero family, all white. Mm. Well, I, the I, main I character
1: of Grey's Anatomy is Meredith Grey, and she's a white chick. So. Well,
0: that yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I figure because, you know, where we are today and how this should be you Know this is a, a diverse world that this takes place in. The fam, the main family could have been a diverse family, and I would never have sure. questioned it, it wouldn't have bothered me sure. at all.
1: And the last question that I have before we move on did they make any kind of deal out of it at all, or were these people just who they were?
0: There, what well, there is a, a small, a, a very small bit in there where there's an explanation of. How, because the king married the queen, that opened up things for them to become titled landowner dukes and whatnot.
1: So, in okay, so beginning at this movie, in the movie's past, set the tone for it being diverse in what the movie is calling their present,
0: correct. okay Okay. and it's we don't learn it's pretty far into the whole storyline where they even they explain this which i kind of feel like they shouldn't have bothered because i just would have accepted that they're equal we've always been equal forever in this story this storyline world yeah i would have accepted it
1: and 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 more power to you that's awesome and i'm glad i would have too
0: yeah i didn't need that explanation at all
1: okay well, you stayed up for 8 hours watching it. I so did. Cuz I needed
0: to know where this was going. I needed to know what was happening. I I wanted to know. Ah. And then it would end and you're like, "No, don't end it there." And then, you know.
1: Okay. I
0: got I got sucked in.
1: So, all right, we've got three big things to talk about. Not saying that those two other things weren't big. big those were things. certainly big. big things. But but the biggest releases over the weekend were soul on disney plus wonder woman 84 on hbo max and then on netflix the midnight sky yes which would you like to talk about first
0: i don't care i've already talked so you pick
1: you know what let's uh i'm gonna let's go in sort of a reverse order let's talk about midnight sky first okay now midnight sky stars george clooney And he plays a scientist in the year 2049. And some type of cataclysmic event happens on Earth. We don't know exactly what it is, but it has decimated the surface of the planet. And George Clooney plays the last person on the surface of the planet. And he is trying desperately to get a hold of the different space stations that are out there, the different missions that are extraterrestrial, to tell them not to come back to Earth because it's a lost cause. At the same time, the last ship that is reachable is making its way back to Earth after charting a planet that George Clooney discovered as a possible refuge for the human race. So we watched this movie, and it's and it's written and directed by George Clooney. I got to say, I really like this movie.
0: He didn't write it.
1: Oh, he didn't write it? I thought he wrote it. He definitely no, produced it. No, it's
0: based it. on a 2016 novel, Good Morning, Midnight, by Lily You're Brooks right. Dalton.
1: Yep, yep. I stand corrected. Okay, so, but I really liked it without knowing exactly what the cataclysmic event was, it leaves it up to your imagination. And we, we are dealing with so much nowadays, everything from fracking the world to uh, global warming. Take your pick. Who knows what causes the end of the earth, but it causes the end of the earth. Mm. And if you have a sound system of any kind turn it on watching this movie because the sound effects in this movie are phenomenal. And I read other reviews of this movie as I as I do just to kind of gauge to make sure I've seen the things that I need to see and, you know. And I was reading how, yes, a lot of this movie borrows from other movies a lot and you can see the parallels in it. But I I was really engrossed by it. I've all, I always liked George Clooney. I, I think I would follow that dude to the end of the earth because not only do I like what he stands for in his personal life, but I also think he's a hell of an actor and I think he's got a lot to say on film. But um, if you're looking for the happiest of
0: endings, meh,
1: <laughs> what'd you think?
0: I thought it was incredibly predictable. Yeah, uh, it was the whole thing. Everything about it was just so predictable. You know, from the opening scene on, I just knew exactly what was going to happen.
1: Yeah. And what we're not telling you people is that there are twists in there, which you kind of can smell happening. It's it's not anything you haven't seen before in other movies.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's nothing you haven't seen before. It's just this time it's George Clooney, Felicity Jones, and David Oyoello.
1: Thank you for pronouncing that. You did a very good job.
0: Thank you. Thank
1: you very much. Yeah. And, and yeah.
0: I I mean, that's, that's about it. And it's on Netflix. So you could, you don't have to leave your house to go watch it.
1: Yeah. Ain't that the truth? It does feel every bit of it's two hours.
0: Yes. Yes, it does.
1: I, I looked at Laura at one point because we both had to, you know, take a, take a biologic break (laughs) and we're looking at each other Well, because we're starting to drink more tea and stuff, you know, trying to get healthier for the new year. We're both drinking tea and I pause the fucking thing and it's like, we have how much of this movie left? Fuck (laughs) me sideways. So buckle in. I don't think you will be disappointed if you are a fan of George Clooney, but it is truly going to feel every bit of that two hours. And eh, it, it could be a little bit better, but you definitely have seen worse.
0: Yeah. And, you know, it's it's not terrible, but it's not amazing. And I'm sure there are other movies with this type of storyline that are done much better. Yes. Uh, yeah, that's about all I can yeah. say.
1: Yeah. But like I said, the special effects are out of no pun intended out of this world.
0: And if you like George Clooney, you'll probably enjoy this. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So the next movie in order of likability for me was wonder woman, 1984. I will agree with that. So wonder woman, 1984 obviously takes place in 1984, you know, 50 years after the events of the first wonder woman. So she's still heartbroken over Steve Trevor and, you know, but she's going through life. She's doing her thing. And then the bad guy in this movie, who's played by um the Mandalorian, <laughs> um, Pedro Pascal. He comes across a, a sort of wish uh, crystal that's actually found by, Um, Kristen Wiig's character It, it all comes to the museum where Kristen Wiig and Diana Prince work and they they realize that it's actually a wish crystal and so the bad guy figures this out because he's sort of a failure and he wants to do well ultimately to prove to his son that he's not a loser but he's megalomaniacal and blah 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 And then along the way, Steve Trevor comes back, which is no big surprise because that's in the trailer. Mm -hmm. It's just how he comes back, which I think they handled very well, although this movie is full of plot holes. And, And the first time I watched it, I was like, meh. And Laura looked at me and said, you need to watch this a second time. So I did exactly that. So poor thing, she actually had to go to work yesterday, so I sat in front of the TV and I watched Wonder Woman 1984 again, and I liked it better the second time. But I thought that the first movie, the first Wonder Woman was so much better. It was. So so much richer in terms of character, development, story. Forget the kind of shoddy special effects in that one. DC is not up to Marvel level with that, but whatever. But the first Wonder Woman is amazing. And this one is okay.
0: Eh, yeah. Yeah,
1: I I like it more than a lot of DC movies. But at the same time there are so many plot holes in it. It 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 and ironically since this dropped on on HBO Max, they actually dropped the uh Linda Carter
0: yes, Wonder Woman that. series. Mm-hmm.
1: So I watched the first episode of that. Mm-hmm. Which is horrible. Oh, Please. God, yeah. In the name of in the name of God. If you if you used to watch Wonder Woman at all when you were a kid, leave it in your memory. Oh, Some man. things are better left in your memory because the acting is atrocious. <laughs> the oh my God, it's terrible. Absolutely terrible. But I was actually sort of picking out similarities between that old TV show and the movie. Okay and i thought okay so maybe they were going for a more comic booky kind of feel
0: eh maybe but i just i didn't care for the fact that you know she had to have that love interest and that that was such a focus for her cuz mm. wonder woman she's a badass independent woman right yes and the whole why did it have to take place in 1984? the The hair wasn't big enough. Let's start right there. The hair should have been bigger. <laughs> I did not hear any 80s music. Did you hear 80s music?
1: Not at all. I heard more 80s music in the trailer.
0: Yeah. Where was the 80s music if this took place in the 80s? This felt ah. like it was an excuse to show off a fanny pack.
1: Yes, that's all. It, Which you know? is back now as a belt bag.
0: They yeah. call it belt mm-hmm. bag. Yeah.
1: There was one '80s song, and it was done by Frankie Goes to Hollywood, uh, and yes. it was in yes. Uh, yes, and it was in the scene. But for an '80s movie, when they're doing that montage of what the '80s look like, when they have like the I Rock Z car, and they have the the woman in the leg warmers running, and you go to the mall, it should have been funner than that,
0: right? Yeah, if you're gonna be be taking place in 1984 and having it part of the title of the film. I expect more more 80s references. I expect every freaking woman to have the big hair because that was mm. the 80s. It was all big hair. And nobody had the big hair.
1: Yeah. They thought that the costume designer thought that by just popping the collar on every dude wearing a polo shirt. And
0: bright colors
1: and bright colors that that was it and it's that's that's it but that's not all that it is no
0: no definitely not
1: you had to you had to have lived through it yeah um
0: yeah and i really uh, really disliked the whole kristen wig character where she's this shy mousy wallflower who makes a wish to become this popular sexy girl what is this some teen romance movie come on yeah that's i didn't care for i i I didn't care she takes off her glasses and fixes her hair not big enough and suddenly she's gorgeous
1: well and that's the trope that's that's yeah
0: why 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 did that why did they have to do that that she could have been you know a a sexy looking woman who makes a wish to have be powerful and then you know have things go on she didn't have to you know suddenly become this hot sexy lady she could have started out that way
1: well and i'm sure david might know a little bit more than this shout out to david what's up david
0: is this like an actual character Uh, from a comic book
1: yes oh yeah that's that's where i was going with this cheetah is actually considered one of wonder woman's arch enemies
0: okay Okay. like
1: one of her biggest arch enemies from the golden age of comics from the silver age of comics and the bronze age and there was one point where it was actually portrayed by a man Hmm. but the main character the one whose name they're actually using minerva in this movie um that's sort of the main cheetah okay and they did a hair better than the movie Cats did on the makeup. I'm sorry.
0: Yeah. Oh, God, yeah.
1: You know... That
0: was... Uh, yeah, no.
1: It no. wasn't Cats. Don't get me wrong. It wasn't all CGI'd Kristen Wiggs face on a cat body.
0: hmm But I, I... Yeah.
1: I thought that they could have done a lot better. It's just the kind of movie where if you can overlook the plot holes and just have some stupid fun... Fine. Yes. But if you're a little bit more savvy of a moviegoer, you're going to pick out those plot holes. Not only that, there's not enough 1984 in the movie.
0: For it to it's be not as... 1984 in the title.
1: Yeah. And I think you're right, because why does Wonder Woman need a love interest? Yeah. If But then again, I am not a connoisseur of comic books to know the relationship between her and Steve Trevor.
0: True. And you know, if I'm upset that Wonder Woman has a love interest, I should be upset that Batman has a love interest, that Superman has a love interest, that Spider Man has a love interest.
1: Well we all do. Yeah.
0: Well, maybe but not Batman same- so much.
1: He has no love interest at all.
0: Okay, yeah. So Batman, he is, just, so
1: much, he is but
0: you know, Spider Man, Superman, Iron Man.
1: But Superman, that goes all the way back. To I the know,
0: but period. that's what I'm saying. If you know, Wonder Woman has. If I'm upset that Wonder Woman has one, I should be upset that the men have one too. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well. Uh, but the one thing that okay. So forget the review of the movie for a minute. If you if you dig Wonder Woman and you want to see it that's great. If you have HBO Max, check it out. You only have until January 24th to do it.
0: Oh.
1: Did you catch that? No,
0: I did not. Well, maybe I did. Yes, I did. Actually, I think I did.
1: So, I was under the impression that you would have access to Wonder Woman 1984 for the entirety of its run. Kind of like if you bought Bill and Ted Mm -hmm. face the music or you did Mulan, blah, blah, blah. No, you only have access to wonder woman, 1984 for 30 days. So you better hop on it. Yeah. Because after those 30 days, I'm assuming that it's pay-per-view window is going to happen Mm -hmm. so that you then have, then you can buy it for 1999 or whatever. And, all that other sort of jazz. Mm -hmm. So be mindful of that as we move into 2021 and Warner Brothers releases their slate of movies, which may or may now may or may not now include Dune. We will see. Mm. Um, But keep that in mind that you have a shorter window than you might think. All right. The last movie that I want to talk about is the incredible soul. Yes. God damn, that's a good
0: movie. That was amazing. That is the best movie of all of them.
1: Yeah, and if you have Disney Plus, watch it.
0: Yeah, or you know, get Disney Plus so you can watch it.
1: Yeah, it's it's worth getting Disney Plus it's for.
0: Absolutely it. worth it.
1: And it's and just to give you a light overview, it's about a jazz man who loves jazz, but became a a music teacher in high school, middle school, At middle school, and he always had his dream of playing with this one particular jazz musician. He finally gets his shot when he dies, where he goes into a coma. Yeah. Now that's all in the trailer. What happens to him after that? He is he goes to, he finds his way to the great before, as he's on his way to the great beyond where all the little souls who have yet to gain personalities and their spark in life are milling about trying to get their personality traits before they're sent to earth. And he impersonates a a mentor to these little souls. And the one that he's assigned to is the most difficult soul throughout all of eternity, (laughs) whose number is 22. And and that's played by Tina Fey. And the music teacher is played by Jamie Foxx. I think that this is the most adult Pixar movie to date.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: And I was talking to a lot of parents this weekend too, parents of of literally two separate families, and their kids kind of got bored with it. Now, the kids ra- age, range in age from, say, like two to seven. Okay. But th- like the seven-year-old and the five-year-old kind of lost interest in it.
0: I can see the parent- losing interest in it
1: but the parents loved it. Yeah. And they thought that there was going to be more music in it than there was and blah blah. Yeah, blah.
0: I think that's why the kids lost interest because the story itself is very adult um and those songs, the music usually is what keeps the kids interested, but there wasn't a whole there wasn't much music at all, really.
1: No. And the themes in in this about finding your purpose in life, not just your purpose in life, but the reason you live like why you live embracing life is, is the whole message of this movie Mm -hmm. and also not wanting to become a lost soul. And they address that in this movie and in, and in very dark imagery too. And I think that Pixar does an incredible job at imagery and design and how to even draw these things yeah i i I don't even know how they do it you know but the thing that impressed me the most especially on a 4k tv when they were pulling back and you saw these images of new york city Mm -hmm. and you're seeing the skyline and you're seeing new york oh my god it looks absolutely real.
0: It did, didn't it?
1: And it and it puts you in it, because it looks so real. It puts you into the reality of that movie. So if you're looking for a good movie with a lot to say about uh, about your your calling in life and 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 finding your way. Watch Soul. It is absolutely worth getting Disney Plus for. Absolutely. You know, and and I think as kids get older, they will get more into it.
0: Yeah. Young kids,
1: probably not so much.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Young kids probably will be bored to death with it. Um, There's not a whole lot uh, kid related anything in there. Really? No,
1: but the cat is funny.
0: Oh, the cat is really funny and cute. Yes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. There's a cat that comes along. I can't spoil it for you. But when the cat comes along, that's sort of the comic relief. Yeah.
0: And even that comic relief is for a little bit older kids, I would say. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Another thing, though, just uh, on the side, the the running time says like an hour and 46 minutes. The movie is actually like an hour and 30-ish minutes.
0: They counted the credits, credits, actually.
1: They counted the credits. So you're actually looking at only like a 90-minute movie.
0: That's not bad.
1: And I and having watched the credits all the way through, mm-hmm. the only thing you would miss by turning the credits off are the little, um, like little pre souls.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I forgot what you called those. Like the, um, like in the great before. Yeah, yeah. Those those little
0: bubbly. The little bubbly,
1: ju- the little thing. bubbly uh-huh. blue things. You only see little bits and pieces of them, kind of uh-huh. like the end of Guardians of the Galaxy Part Two. Okay,
0: so they're like just dancing around. They're just
1: dancing around doing stupid stuff.
0: Cuz I didn't stay through the end. Was there did you stay through the end of uh, Wonder Woman cuz I did not?
1: Oh my god, you didn't?
0: No. No, I was like, all right, didn't that's Blunt. So there's stuff at the end. So you should sit yes. through the credits on Wonder Woman.
1: The best fucking part of that movie is a post-credit sequence
0: well, or is a or is a mid-credit sequence.
1: Well, excuse me. So if you're going to watch Wonder Woman 1984, stick through the first couple of minutes of the credits. You will not be disappointed.
0: Okay, I will have to go back and do that.
1: Oh, my God. It's it's cool. It's the coolest part of that whole movie. And I wish that would happen.
0: Mm. Okay.
1: So maybe we'll give it a little bit more time. For more people to see it, and then we'll come back and talk about that, okay
0: but
1: that's thank you for reminding me that's huge. Yeah. And that's all I've got this week.
0: yeah, same here,
1: yeah, that was a, but those were pretty big releases,
0: yeah, yeah, those three were big, and the other two well, Bridgerton, I've seen a lot of commercials for, which is why I finally went ahead and watched it. Um, safety, I had never heard of it until Dwight chose it.
1: Yeah, the I I looked at that and I just thought, oh, God, it just looks like remember the Titans and
0: it probably is. Yeah,
1: stuff. And I like true stories. Don't get me wrong. I really do. I, but again, being at this part where we're finally at least the only corner we're turning right now is leaving 2020 <laughs> and going into 2021. Yeah. Not that the reality of what we've dealt with is going to change immediately at the stroke of midnight. Mm -hmm. But still, I'm in my phase of I want to be entertained. I want something to take me out of the current reality, even if it is that George Clooney movie about the end of the world.
0: Yeah, really.
1: At least that's sci-fi and I get that, Mm -hmm. you know, so any So do us a favor, everybody, log on to thewatchlistpod.com, click on that contact us button, let us know what you thought of Soul or Midnight Sky or uh, Wonder Woman 1984, anything that we talked about today, let us know. And if anything new dropped, let us know that too. We would love to talk about that. Also, you can engage with us on your social media at symbol, the Pod, and make sure you subscribe to us wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. I hope everybody had a wonderful holiday um, past. And if you are celebrating Kwanzaa, I hope you are having a good Kwanzaa currently. And we will talk to everybody soon. Have okay, bye. bye.